before the situation, in the midst of the situation, and after the situation. Fear comes before your fall. Job said, This one thing I have feared has happened to me. I You see, before something bad happens to you, you begin to fear. You feel like something bad is coming. I can feel you begin to fear and to doubt. Then when it finally happened, said Mikhail, I said it. I said it. And then during, you were not expecting. You were not expecting. Lord have mercy. It's a very sensitive situation. But like what happened recently, the exit of a young man. He is my very good friend. My very, very good friend. Then, because he is my friend, then I begin to fear. I said, my friend is What is the hope of being a young man in this community? How say that? Then I begin to fear and doubt. And then somebody comes and tells me, oh, don't be afraid, don't worry, the community is secure. So I said, secure and safe way. You know, the fear of death grips me. So when I am walking, I am looking behind. The moment I feel a, a little shadow, I'm like, who is it? You know, that fear. And then when somebody tells me, oh, uh, oh, come, come, let me show you something. Let me take you. I say, eh, mm, mm, you understand here. You talk to me here. Talk to me here. In the midst of the crisis, I'm still trying to understand why that happened to my friend. And then, even though the one trying to help me is trying to do something good, but because of what has happened, the situation has not died down yet. It's still fresh in the minds and in the hearts of everyone. Hallelujah. Then, after, after everything, well, all hope is lost and gone. What is the hope for me? The Bible says in the book of 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and of a sound mind. In this Mark chapter 5, we see Or the one who is being demonically oppressed. The man under demonic oppression. And we see a woman who is sick. And we see a young girl who died. So, demonism, sickness, and death was addressed here. And these are three major challenges in the day-to-day -day activities of man. It's either you see somebody who demons are chasing after that person. Demons are affecting the life of that person. Or you meet somebody who is sick. Maybe sick financially. Maybe sick maritally. The marriage of that person is sick. When we say sick, that is, it is not doing well. Sickness. 
it may not necessarily be that you are down with malaria, or maybe you are down with uh, tuberculosis, or maybe you are down with some sickness could be. When we say sick, it means the health, the good state of that thing has been taken away. Your peace has been taken away. You are sick. When you don't have peace, you are sick. It's a sickness. Your lung is not able to produce. The lung is sick. Barrenness is a sickness. Hallelujah. The life in it has been taken away. That is death. When the life is taken away, it's death. Hallelujah. You see, fear, when given the attention, when you give attention to fear, do you know what happens? It steals away your joy. It steals away your happiness. And then it steals away your peace and your strength. It steals it away from you. But when you give it that attention, when you fail to give it that attention, everything is in order. Fear can easily rob you of everything good. And then doubt, on the other hand, doubt is the right hand help of fear. Anybody who is afraid doubts. So strong there. You do not believe certain things because you are afraid. If I tell you, let's say, for instance, this chair is broken, half side is broken, and then you are afraid that when you sit on it, you will fall. When I tell you sit on it, you will doubt. But so will make sure. That's why I do. Because you are afraid, you will doubt what I'm telling you. You say, hey, <laughs> Pastor, what do you mean? I'm not going to be not back with you. What's the international? International, hey, 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 You wouldn't believe me. Hallelujah.
And they said, Who is this? We have seen God. And Jesus said, Fear not, be of good cheer, for it is hard. And Peter said, Lord, if it is you, bid me to come and join you on the water. And whenever the Lord appeared, when the priests saw the angel in the temple, he feared. He fainted in his heart. And the angel of the Lord said to him, fear not. When you turn from Genesis to Revelation, one word that the Lord, the word of hope, the Lord always declares is, fear not. Mention. Mention. Lord, 
for a miracle. And it is not coming, does not mean that this is the end of your world. According to the word of the Lord, may I tell you what the law says. The law says, I should tell you today, fear not and don't doubt. Do not doubt. Him. The fathers of all, the fathers of faith have been through. Abraham was looking for a child. And yet, till the age of 100, before he had the promise of the father. How long have you been looking for your princess? How long have you been praying to overcome that challenge? That weakness inside of you. How long since don't give up now? Don't you lose the hope inside of you? Your situation, there is hope for a restoration. You see, the Lord Jesus says. All you need to do to overcome that challenge is to kick fear out of your heart. If you are able to drive away fear, the Bible says perfect love casts away fear. When you have love for God and you desire God and you keep your hope in Him alive, fear will come out of you. For he says, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and of a sound mind. And then he says, that you should be of a good cheer. Cheer up. Not because you don't have money today, and then your confidence has fallen. And the psalmist said, why are thou downcasted, O my soul? Why is my confidence falling? Is it because your partner is misbehaving? Is it because you have tried your best to be a very good Christian and it's not coming forth? Is it because you have tried so many businesses and yet no business is doing well? Is it because of the way your children are behaving? Is it because of how disrespectful and how stubborn your children are? So your countenance is falling? Is it because you think you have failed as a parent? Or because you think you have failed in your marriage? So your countenance is falling? He said, no. Cheer. There is hope for eternal life. Or because there is no money in the house? You cannot put three square meals. Maybe you cannot afford a meal a day. So your countenance is falling? He says, no. Cheer up. Many have faced similar challenges. Look at the Seraphat woman. Elijah, the Lord said to Elijah, go down to Zerafat. I have appointed someone there to take care of you. On getting there, the woman said, the prophet said, get me water to drink. The woman said, when she was going, said, woman, come back. Prepare me something to eat. The woman said, what do you need? The flour I have, when I prepare it, that's at night, if I prepare it, that is all. Me and my son, when we eat it, the next thing we are waiting for is death. We give you a food. We eat and die. 
first century. That is your business. Don't be afraid. Then after you can go and according to the word of the Lord, it shall not fail. And the oil shall not triumph. And she did so. When she heard the word, according to the word of the Lord, she obeyed. You think that what you have is the last after this. So for that reason, you cannot even support the work of God. The seed you eat today, tomorrow, you have nothing to plant. So what do you do? Plant the seed. Don't eat the seed. If it is all you have, sow it in God. And have hope for tomorrow. Then we look at those who did not believe the word. Let me give you one example and then I run out. Those who did not believe the word of God. There was a man on whom the king's right, the king's leaned on his hand. The king sought him for advice. When the prophet came to the king and said, Okay, by this time tomorrow, a flower shall be sold for so and so shekel. And then the, the Lord said, This man said, Even if God should open the windows of heaven, it cannot be possible. Because there was no hope. I come and I profess it to you and I tell you, tonight, somebody is bringing you 10,000 dollars. You look at me and say, Pastor, <laughs> if you are saying somebody will come and touch me, if you take that, like I will believe you. But 10,000, ah, I beg. <laughs> because you reached out. There was a man of God, a woman, came to you and said, Man of God. I have done medical tests. My husband has done medical tests. There is nothing wrong with us. But we are not giving birth. And then the man of God said, You are giving birth to twins. Man of God. <laughs> I cannot even give birth to one. Over five years now. Not even one. They are telling me twins. Come on. Then the man of God said, Because you have doubted. Until I shut that room. Every year. You give it consistently every year. She was giving it. She had to come with tears to beg the man of God and say, Please, thank God. I'm sorry. What fear and doubt does is that it shows the end of it is death. Think of what will people say? 
the man who had a demon. He ran to Jesus. The demon pushed him and went to Jesus. I said, why have you come? Please, don't disturb me. The demons wanted to stop the man from receiving his deliverance. But Jesus cast out the demon. The devil will try to stop you from receiving your blessing.
I declare in the name of Jesus that fear is gone. And your blessings are released. The Lord restore your spiritual strength from today. And everything that you have sought the Lord for, every prayers you have put on the altar before God, I declare they are coming back to you. Every doubt in your heart, the spirit of doubt, be gone in the name of Jesus. And Jesus said to the man, Only if you believe, for to him that believeth, all things are possible. And the man cried out, Lord, I believe. Help thou my own belief. May the Lord help your own belief in Jesus' name. Keep hope alive. Don't lose your hope because the hope is your key to unlock the power of God. When you throw away your hope, you have thrown away your miracles. Don't lose your hope. Don't throw it away. You may be down now, but the time is coming before you know it. The miracle is happening. Rise on your feet. Just open your mouth this morning and talk to God that the Lord will restore your hope. Lord, restore my hope in you. Restore my hope in you. I may have lost hope in everything. I may have lost hope in you. Wherein I have lost my hope in you, please restore my hope again. Lord, restore my hope again. 